0: Hello and welcome to the Visit Virginia's Blue Ridge podcast. I'm your host, John Carlin. I am speaking to you as a member of the board of directors for Visit Virginia's Blue Ridge and I am unabashedly a fan of all there is to do and enjoy here in Roanoke and the surrounding region. Uh, we call it Virginia's Blue Ridge and talking about places, of course, like the city of Roanoke and Roanoke County, the city of Salem, Botetourt, Franklin Counties, the town of Vinton, all just a big part of uh, our little area nestled here in Virginia's Blue Ridge. Well, the holiday season is here, and of course with COVID, things are going to be a little bit different this year, uh, especially in downtown Roanoke, which is what I plan to focus on today, Dickens of a Christmas has been a huge tradition for decades here in the region, and it is it is going to be a lot different this year. Uh, there will not be a parade. There, there will be a tree lighting, but it won't be the way that we're used to seeing it with hundreds and hundreds of people all gathered around, uh, but we'll talk more about that. Uh, and there is still a lot to do downtown, uh, and do it safely and really feel like you are there in a Christmas holiday atmosphere with carolers and performers and but lots of things to do. The shops are all gonna do different things downtown and the museums. So uh we've got a lot to talk about. Uh and and if you want to get the information I can tell you right now that it's at dickensroanoak.com, DickensRowanok all one word and there will be a link to that in the show notes. Uh, but basically the person who knows all about this is Jamie Clark with Downtown Roanoke Incorporated. And Jamie will be joining me here on the podcast very shortly. So, uh, And she will be filling us in on all the details and all the different things. And and I think you're going to be, as they say, favorably impressed. Uh, There is a lot going on, uh, but Dickens will be different this year. They're calling it 25 Days of Dickens, just to give you a little teaser. And we'll get to that in just a moment. I do need to mention that the Blue Ridge Outdoors magazine has just named Roanoke as the top adventure town here in Virginia's Blue Ridge. And if you live here, it's so much different than if you were looking at it from the outside because we have all this hiking and all this biking in the Blue Ridge Parkway and Metro Mountain Adventures, which I'll talk about here in just a second. But there's a great little video that's been produced that kind of shows you Roanoke from a great perspective. And there's a link to that in the show notes as well. It's just a little YouTube video, uh, but very well done. And I think you'll like it. So I'll put that in the show notes. And I got to mention that Roanoke was chosen by voters over Chattanooga and Asheville, which are two cities with a pretty big outdoor reputation and a nice vibe. And so Roanoke in the large city category... Beat out Chattanooga and Asheville, and certainly nothing against those places. They're they're great places, but as I said, uh, this this is all about Virginia's Blue Ridge, and it's nice to see that that we're being recognized. And I I want to say this is the fifth time in like nine years that Roanoke has done that. You can you can double check my, you can fact check me on that, but I uh, I'm doing that from. From memory, but that's what I think it is. And I do have to mention that a big part of that region is because we're America's east coast mountain biking capital. And I'm one of the people that takes advantage of that who lives here, but I see lots of uh, license plates from other states when I go out to Carvin's Cove and I'll be out there riding this week. We've got some beautiful fall weather here in early November. I, I gotta say that my, my sons uh, had hooked me up with some new wheels for my mountain bike, uh, for my birthday. And if you were looking for a beautiful place to ride your road bike as well, uh, I think I I, got to just, I got to tell you about this ride. And I'll put a link to this in the show notes as well. But there's a thing that a lot of people do. It's called riding your birthday. So if you're 50 years old, you ride 50 miles. If you're 40 years old, you ride 40 miles. And you do it as close to your birthday as you can. And so this year, um, I decided to give it a try. And this was a stretch for me because this was one of those big birthdays. And uh, we went out, uh, my wife and I and another uh, group, and we rode 60 miles for my birthday. So, yeah, there. now you know how old I am. And uh, this, this was uh, the longest ride of the year for me, uh, but what a gorgeous, gorgeous ride. And the nice thing is, is it stopped and started at uh, Parkway Brewing Company. So uh, we got there very early in the morning. Parked the cars, unloaded the bikes, and took off uh, on the ride. Um, and then uh, finished and had a nice cold one to celebrate afterwards there at Parkway. Um, which of course everybody was socially distant, and you know. But what a what a great way to do that. And this is a ride where you essentially ride from Salem. Just to the outskirts of Blacksburg, Uh, you go out on Old Blacksburg Road and you come back on Bradshaw Road and then you just kind of cruise back on in uh, to the brewery. And uh, I've got my uh, link. A lot of people are familiar with something called Strava, which is an app that cyclists and runners use to sort of map their rides. And I'll, I'll put a link to that, to my Strava there Uh but uh again it would be worth driving to Roanoke if you're listening to this outside the region uh, with your bicycle just to do this ride because it's absolutely gorgeous I think it's I think it's the prettiest ride that I've done in the region and I've ridden my bike over uh, most of most of this area and of course when you get in the mountains it's always gorgeous but these rides are uh it's rolling hills there is one kind of uh, substantial climb but it's rolling hills it's very doable if I'm doing it on my 60th birthday you know people people who are cyclists can do this all right i've gone on i've gone on too much but you know if you want to come and play in the mountains and enjoy a metro mountain adventure like i just described you'll find it here in Virginia's Blue Ridge And what do we call a metro mountain experience? Well, this is like an outdoor playground. I mentioned the cycling, but there's hiking, there's fishing, there's kayaking. Uh, We have blue ways, and it's all in the midst of this very inviting city atmosphere with museums, the, the Taubman Museum of Art, Transportation Museum of Virginia, the Science Museum of Western Virginia. I mentioned Parkway. There are many other brew pubs. Distilleries and then great shopping on the downtown market, great restaurants, coffee shops. Kids can come and play in Kids Square. We have the Old Winston Link Museum, famous photos of steam trains by the famous photographers. So basically, what it is is you come to Roanoke, you go play outdoors if you want. And then you return for a bit of fun or even sophistication. Shops. We have fine dining, lots of family dining, and and so that's what Roanoke is all about. And and you know the other thing that happens a lot in this city in this region is uh, sports tournaments. Uh, teams come here to play softball, volleyball, soccer, basketball. Uh, everything has been sort of uh, been put off by COVID or, or or redesigned because of COVID, but it's still happening. And uh, this is this is a great place to come do it. Just get away, come to the mountains, and and enjoy all we have to offer. So fields and gyms galore, as well as hiking and kayaking and bicycling, and and all the culture that we offer. And it's not a full list. I just kind of want to paint a picture of what this what this region is all about, and my why you might want to come hang out for a little bit here in Virginia's Blue Ridge. Now. I am recording here in early November of 2020. We're coming up on the holiday season, and downtown Roanoke Incorporated will once again be hosting Dickens of a Christmas with COVID precautions and changes. And this year, instead of three the free three Friday nights that we're used to, it will be called the 25 days of of Dickens with special precautions for COVID, but some exciting things that you can do with like with your family, with a date night, come hang out with your friends, uh, come out and do some shopping. Uh, there's there's a lot of different ways that you can integrate with the holiday season in downtown Roanoke this year. And Jamie Clark is coming up next right here on the Visit VBR podcast. Welcome back to the Visit VBR podcast, and joining me now is Jamie Clark. She's Marketing and Communications Manager for Downtown Roanoke, Inc., and we are going to be talking about Dickens of a Christmas. Jamie, first of all, welcome. Second of all, it's going to be different this year.
1: Yes, yes. Thank you for having me, and uh, yes, just like everything else in 2020, it's going to be a little different for sure, so...
0: So normally, people are used to Dickens of a Christmas happening over the course of three weekends uh, leading up to to Christmas, and there's the tree lighting, and then there's the carriage rides, and roasting chestnuts, and it's all been very quaint for so long, and I've been a part of it in in many, many different ways over the years, and so uh, I know that this year we need to have people come downtown, but we want to avoid large gatherings, Right.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So, so you're going to spread it out this year? What are you going to do?
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, obviously, with everything happening this year, we can't do a normal Dickens of a Christmas, which brings thirty-five to forty thousand people over the first three Fridays in December. Uh, you know, Dickens is a really very well loved and very well attended event. Um, it's an event that our businesses down here really, really rely on. Um, you know, to bring holiday sales, and we we heard that. Um, from them pretty uh, pretty firmly that they really uh, needed to bring people down here. Uh, as we know, many small businesses um, have been struggling with everything going on with COVID, um, and we didn't want to add to that, so we really you know, decided to kind of reimagine uh, what we did with Dickens uh, in a safer way, more spread out. So instead of the first three Fridays, we're doing 25 days of Dickens. Um, so that's going to be going from November 24th through December 18th, which would have been the last night of Dickens. Um, so, so yeah, we've, we've kind of reimagined it in a way that we um, hope people will co- still come down here and enjoy it and support the businesses that are down here, um, but where they can kind of pick and choose and do, do things that they feel safe with.
0: I know those businesses uh, have got to be hurting with this whole COVID thing. Yeah. Um, it's just been, it's been so tough. A lot of people won't even leave their homes. And so, but uh, this, you've got some really good ideas this year. So let's, uh, let's see if we can't get some people downtown safely and yeah. help the businesses and, and have people feel like they're celebrating in, in our beautiful little city. Um So you're still going to do the tree lighting and and you're going to be adding some lights to downtown, but it won't be the big gathering. I've been there. I've been the person that got to count it down to the tree lighting on many, (laughs) many years and enjoyed it so much. But um, with the big crowd gathered there, but what will it be this year?
1: Um, So we've changed the date a little bit. We've moved moved the tree lighting. That will kick off um, the 25 Days of Dickens. It'll be on the 24th. Um, But it is something that we are just lighting uh, virtually. People will be able to tune in live on Channel 7 to watch it. Um, We are asking people to not come down in person um, like they normally would. Obviously, we know that that's a little bit of a bummer. Um, But we think it'll still be fun and festive. Um, Tune in live and come and watch the tree. We'll also be um, adding some additional lighting elements to downtown. Um, Of course the the farmers market will be lit up with some new elements. Um, We have some uh, really cool stars that we're adding to all the farmers market um, stalls that have been painted by a local artist. Um, Each one is a little bit different and then the lighting elements are going to continue into um, Elmwood Park with some really cool lighting that we're doing in the trees there. Um, So we're trying to make it really festive. Uh, We also have a bunch of our businesses. Uh, Northwest Ace Hardware was kind enough to donate um, a ton of lighting um, for our businesses. So many of our businesses downtown will be um, decorating their storefronts with lighting. So we're trying to light up downtown and make it look nice and festive so that people can come down here, um, you know, any night of the week and stroll through um, and enjoy some Christmas lighting.
0: Tell me a little bit more about the lighting that you're going to do. That, that is new this year, right?
1: It is. Um, so for people who uh, have come downtown before, typically we uh, we green the market. We take um, pine greens and put them all over the poles and all over the farmer's market stands, um, which is really fun. But obviously at night, a lot of those elements kind of get lost. You don't really see them. So we decided to switch that out this year um, for some new lighting elements um, that are going to be wrapped around the poles and all over the stalls. Um, the trees and market square will be lit up. They're Uh, Very pretty when we do that. Um, Like I said, the stars, um, uh, I I wish I had one to show you. They're these uh, large painted stars um, and they all look, look different and cool. So we encourage people to kind of come down and find their favorite um, and then the, uh, the lighting into uh, Market Square. So we'll kind of carry down there uh, next to the Hampton Inn and put some lighting at the fountain there if people are familiar with that fountain. Um, and then into Elmwood Park. So it'll be a nice little walkway for people to enjoy. We are also going to have um, a couple of runs uh, at night on, t- on Tuesdays where people can um, join Runabout Sports. Reno. Oak is going to lead a couple of runs or walks if people prefer to walk um, kind of on a path uh, through downtown to enjoy some of the lighting together. So that's just another one of smaller uh, smaller activities for people to come down here and enjoy some of the stuff we
0: have going on. Well, That'll be cool and the nice thing about running is that it's outdoors and there's right. you know you can stay socially distanced exactly. and you know yeah. uh, I find it difficult to exercise with a mask on but I guess probably some people will.
1: Right sure yeah absolutely.
0: Right okay so we've got uh, tree lighting and now we've got the lights on in downtown we've got some runs and so forth but you're doing something uh, people are, are roughly familiar with Elf on the Shelf, but yes. you're doing a promotion with Elf on the Shelf that I think people are going to really like because it can result in what a thousand dollar prize.
1: Yeah, so uh, we contacted the folks at uh, the Elf on a Shelf and they were kind enough to approve us to be an official uh, Elf on a Shelf adventure location. So um, we have 15 or 14 businesses who are going to have elves hiding in their stores. Um, People will be able to go into any of those stores and pick up a passport that they'll then take around um, and hunt for the elves. Um, they'll be moving around within the stores. Um, and when you, when you find an elf in a store, the store will mark you off um, as having found that elf. We, we encourage people, of course, to take pictures and post them. Um, it's always fun on social media. Um, and then when you've found all of the elves in the stores, you can drop that card um, into a bin at uh, Mass General downtown, and we will be drawing a winner um, on, the, on the last day of Dickens uh, who will win $1,000 um, that we'll get to them before Christmas just yeah. in case they want to do some last-minute shopping or, you know, of course, whatever they want to do with that. Um, but yeah, we were, we were really, really excited that we saw um, that they did that in another city. Um, and it just seemed like something really fun, and of course, for you know, for parents who have an elf in their in their house, they know the excitement that uh, you know finding the elf and the elf moves every night. Um, you know, that brings a lot of excitement for the kids I don't know, some adults too, of course. So, well,
0: I'm thinking, thinking, you know, you, you know, you, you throw a thousand dollars in there as a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure parents will want to bring their kids down and, and look for them, but uh, I would imagine there's a fair number of adults that are, they're going to want yeah. to participate. How does that work? You're going to move the uh, multiple elves around and so do you have to make multiple trips downtown to potentially do enough to win?
1: Well, so the the elves are, will be in fourteen set stores. So uh, whichever stores are participating will have their own elf, and then they'll move that elf around each night. So once you once you find an elf in a store, you won't have to continue to go back and visit that store, unless of course you just want to see what the elf is up to uh, that that day. Um, but yeah, once you once you find all fourteen elves in the fourteen locations, um, you turn that card in. Um, so you know those elves. Some of them, uh, you know, get get into some interesting uh, scenarios. So we'll, uh, we'll be curious to see what our businesses come up
0: with. Yeah, well, there's a lot of cute shops downtown. So
1: yes, absolutely, um, absolutely. I'm
0: I'm sure that there's ample opportunity to uh, to to Mm -hmm. move those elves around and put them in in unusual places Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes
1: absolutely
0: be fun to see what the businesses do with that yeah now you you uh in order to get kids downtown though uh, of course we got lots of museums and attractions and are you doing you're doing a special kids pass during dickens
1: we are um so for, for parents that have brought their children down before, they know that we normally have um, a kids zone that's got you know bouncy houses and carnival games and all kinds of activities. Um, obviously this year, that's not something that we felt uh, was a good idea. Um, so instead, you know, we do, like you mentioned, we have a ton of museums and attractions downtown that um, people enjoy coming to. Um, so we partnered with six of them and we're offering a free kids pass. So um, the three Fridays, um, that would have been the Dickens Fridays, so that would be the 4th the 11th and the 18th um, we have these uh, museums and attractions that are offering free admission um, you do need to purchase purchase um, obviously it's free but you do need to go in and reserve essentially a time slot um, at a specific location um, the slots are limited some of the smaller locations like we've got the, the pinball museum um, the starcade we've got uh, virginia museum of transportation the taubman um, I'm going to miss a few kids 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 square square, kids square um so obviously some of those locations are are smaller and, and what we're doing is we're doing time slots so you would get a, a, a ticket for a specific location for a specific time, um, and they are monitoring. Um, like I said, they are limited, so they're not just letting anybody in. Um, it will be, you know, restricted access during your time slot. Um, but but it's free admission, and you can you know you can reserve as many of those um, passes as you would like. Of course, we would you know want people to have an opportunity to go in and, and get the passes so as many families as possible can can enjoy that. But we would encourage people you know pick pick a different one each night if you like. Um, but you'll be able to go online and reserve those um, those spaces in advance, um, and come downtown and enjoy some activities with the kids on those three Fridays. So we thought that was, uh, you know, a nice way to offer something for parents and kind of entertainment, um, and then you know support these museums and attractions down here, which of course have also been impacted, um, you know, by everything happening. Some of them are not um, not open to the public at this point. Um, so we wanted to do something to highlight them, and of course hope that people. Uh, we'll come back and see them again and pay pay for admission at that time once they get to see how how great these spaces are.
0: Right, 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 right. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know. I know. Kid Square uh, has just been had been so popular in its first year. Oh
1: yes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So I uh, can't wait till I can take my grandkids back there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We'll come down on one of those Friday nights. <laughs>
0: well, might do. Might do that for yes. sure. Uh, yes. And you're going, you, Elmwood Park is a great opportunity for you guys to, again, do something outside mm-hmm. outdoors, but still put on some, some presentations where people can come and they can watch and they can be far apart. Yeah. Uh, so what are you going to do with the park this year?
1: Um, so like you said, El- yeah, Elma Park is, you know, a great large space in downtown Roanoke. It's wide open, um, you know, outside of course, which lends itself to, you know, having the opportunity to do, to do something. So what we've done is we've partnered, um, with the opera. So Roanoke Opera, or Opera Roanoke, um, Mill Mountain Theater, and then Southwest Virginia Ballet, um, each of those Friday nights, the 4th, the 11th, and the 18th, one of those organizations will be performing for free um, in Elmwood Park. So we're inviting people to come down and enjoy that. They can kind of come and go as they please, or of course, you know, sit the whole time. We will have the park marked off so that people understand social distancing. Uh, I should mention too, all of these activities that we're doing, um, people are going to be required to, to wear masks, of course, maintain your social distancing, um, you know, all the recommendations that we that we have from uh, the Virginia Department of Health and the CDC, just so we can, um, you know, be as Responsible as possible. Um, but yeah, so we're going to do those activities in Elmwood Park. And again, you know, these arts organizations have been very much impacted. You know, they've not been able to perform, um, which is how they raise a lot of their funds. So uh, we wanted to offer them an the opportunity to, you know, to showcase what they're working on and, um, you know, hopefully the community to come out and support them as well. So um, Elmwood Park seemed like a great space to do that.
0: So uh, you'll have Opera Roanoke, Mill Mountain Theater, and the Ballet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we've already done a, a podcast with the ballet performing the Nutcracker this year. Oh
1: yes. Good, good, good. So, yeah, they're going to be doing act two of the Nutcracker on uh, December 18th.
0: Okay. Um, gotcha, gotcha, okay. Yeah. And like when Operono comes out, will, will they sing a selection of songs? Will they do uh, a performance? What, what will it be?
1: Um, they're going to do uh, songs of the season. So they'll have some singers on the stage. Um, you know, singing, singing festive songs, so again, that's something that you can kind of come and go, um, you know, and enjoy it as you please. Mill Mountain Theater is doing something a little bit different. They're doing a virtual show, so we'll have a screen erected there. Um, they're doing a selection of some of their more popular shows, and I think a, kind of a preview of their next season for 2021, um, and they will have some uh, local performers um, and whatnot in the park as well to kind of participate in that virtual show. Okay. So
0: okay.
1: we're excited about it. It Should be, um, you know, something a little bit different than what we would normally bring during Dickens.
0: Sure. Well, you know, and the great thing about this is, is that you guys have really found the silver lining. You're getting the arts engaged. Uh, you're getting the running community engaged. Right, right. Uh, you know, the kids. I, I yeah, I, I got to congratulate you guys really on on finding some good ways to reimagine dickens this Thank
1: year you. We, we appreciate that yeah we uh, were pretty committed to trying to figure out a way to do it and um you know the community loves it we hate to have to cancel it and the businesses really need it so i mm-hmm. appreciate that
0: yeah now now tell me about the santa's workshop that you'll have going on
1: um yeah so again for people that you know come down to dickens normally we have santa's workshop on fridays um, inside the city market building we switched that to saturdays um there'll be some free kids' crafts uh, inside the market building, Um, and we're also really excited we're going to have live Zoom calls with Santa, Um, you know, since uh, navigating uh, Santa this year is going to be a little bit more challenging, he's going to come live from the North Pole and uh, Zoom with some of the kids um, on two of those Saturdays, Uh, and we'll have specific details about where that is and, and how to enter, of course, again, you know, requirements. You know, for COVID distancing and and masks, Uh, we will be, uh, we will have people kind of monitoring the entrances for that so that we can do it. Can do that safely, Um, and then we'll also have other activities going on outside of the market building with kind of some strolling performers and just kind of trying to create a a festive atmosphere um, downtown during the day on Saturdays as well. Um, So we think that should be pretty fun. We'll have uh, the Cactus Joe Choo Choo will be running around downtown as well on Saturdays. Come down for a free little ride, Um, and everything. I don't know that I said it in the beginning. um, You know, Dickens of course is is known as a a free event downtown, and all of this everything uh, you know this year is. one hundred percent free for the community to come um, and participate. We felt really um, that it was really important to keep that element of it, so that you know anybody that wanted to come down here could enjoy it.
0: Right. Yeah, and and I should mention that we are uh, recording this right now as we speak, a, a couple of weeks before all of this starts, mm-hmm. uh, and then um, I'm not sure exactly when this will be uploaded so but but we are still talking you and i are still talking before all of this happens and we should just put out there that um this is all subject to change um right. if, if the governor decides to take us to a different phase um right. or or if um local authorities deem that there's a, a COVID threat or a weather threat or you know whatever sure some of this just might not happen
1: Right. Yeah. And and we'll, you know, obviously uh, social media is great for us to be able to get the message out. We'll also post updates on our, on our webpage at com. We've tried to structure this again in a way since it is really spread out. We're Um, If certain elements, you know, need to, need to be updated or canceled or changed, we have the ability to do that without canceling the entire, um, the entirety of the event. So, um, you know, obviously we hope it doesn't, doesn't go in that direction, um, you know, for, for organization for downtown and of course for, you know, the the health of the public, but, um, you know, whatever adjustments we need to make, uh, we will do so, so that we can have this safely um, and we, yeah, we would just encourage people to follow us on social media, um, or check out the website as well. And of course we'll, we'll get information out to the local media as well. It helps spread the news.
0: Yeah. Now the other, the other thing that you'll have is not so much as an event, but just kind of creating atmosphere. You'll have the story times, you'll have, um, uh, performers kind of just strolling around and I guess what singing Christmas carols or, uh, juggling, mm-hmm. what, what, what will they be doing?
1: Yeah, so uh, some of the strolling performers that we have are stilt walkers. People, of course, always love to see them in the parade, which um, unfortunately we can't really have this year downtown. Um, we'll have uh, magicians and um, juggler. Um, we'll have some local dance companies kind of moving around the downtown area performing. Um, you know, so just various activities, and those will be going on not, not all at the same time um, on different days. Um, we will put out a calendar and kind of, you know, the full information so people can really uh, get a good idea of, um, of everything that's happening and when
0: um, and how they come down and enjoy that great great so and then then the individual shops I'm sure will be doing some promotions that are sort of within their own jurisdiction outside of downtown Roanoke
1: mm-hmm.
0: so, do, do you know yeah. anything that, that might be uh, worth worthy of mentioning
1: yeah well of course Small Business Saturday Falls Um, you know falls during our 28 days um, so that's on our excuse me 25 days Um, that falls you know within our within our plans it is on um, November 28th so many of our businesses down here are having sales and specials on that day we would definitely encourage people to come down here and shop locally Um, we'll have uh, free cinnamon buns and refreshments in market square from 9 to 11 Um, everything is individually packaged um, so you can come and grab that, kind of kick off your day, and get it started with some, um, some holiday shopping. And, yes, many of our businesses downtown are, are offering sales and specials or, um, you know, little things in their store. Uh, throughout. Many of them are offering stuff throughout the 25 days of Dickens. Um, and, of course, many more are offering, um, you know, incentives to come down here on Small Business Saturday as well.
0: Yeah, and not, not to uh, give one business an advantage over another in terms of what we talk about here, but this is the first season with Mass General Store.
1: It is yes, absolutely. That's going to bring a lot of
0: people downtown, don't you think?
1: Uh, yeah, I would. I would absolutely imagine so. You know, what a transformation from uh, this time last year when uh, you know people were still, you know, come on, get it, get it open, the Veronimus building, and you know, it's the eyesore of downtown. So it's it's amazing to see it um, open. There's definitely been um, great support of their business from from what we've heard, um, and it, it really kind of is that anchor uh, anchor store for downtown. So we do anticipate. Um, you know, they'll they'll drive a lot of traffic down here in and of themselves. And then, you know, people will shop around at our, our other great local businesses. So um, if you've not been into Mass General before, it's a it's a really cool store One we encourage people to come down and and of course support um, along with all of our our locally owned businesses.
0: For sure. And now um, where would where would people park? Where do you suggest people park if they want to come down and be a part of the 25 Days of Dickens?
1: Um, Well, of course, we've got, you know, uh, garages and lots on street parking is all free, um, you know, so there's plenty of parking downtown. We do have all of it listed on our website, um, along with, you know, if it is a garage or a lot what the rates and hours are. Um, There is free parking down here on the weekends and many nights as well. Um, So we just encourage people to go to our website, downtowneremic.org. I I always just say, um, you know, for people who aren't familiar with parking downtown um, or who think that there is no parking downtown, there is plenty of parking downtown. You might just want to hop on our website real fast and, you know, look for a couple minutes just to see what your options are. I think um, that really goes a long way in just being a little bit prepared um, so you know where you're going.
0: Right. Uh, Right. Great. All right, so we're, we're talking with Jamie Clark of downtown Roanoke and this year it's 25 days of Dickens and we've, we've talked about uh, the tree lighting will happen but it'll be virtually this year. Uh, instead of greening the market there there will be uh, a lot of new lighting and, and decoration and so forth so I expect that especially at night it's going to be very magical.
1: Yes, um, absolutely.
0: There's an Elf on a Shelf adventure, and you can win $1,000. There's a Kids Pass for a lot of the downtown, six downtown museums and attractions. Uh, There'll be performances at uh, Elmwood Park by the Opera, Mill Mountain Theater, and the ballet. Uh, Santa's Workshop in the Market Building on a couple of Saturdays. Um, And uh, Santa's going to Zoom in from the North Pole. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right, and then really you've just got uh different things that you've concocted to have a festive atmosphere with performers and street entertainers and that kind of thing down in the down in the market area so um i think that roanoke is doing the best it can and in, in COVID times
1: yes i think uh you know we're, we're really excited um to kick this off and um you know excited to see what people think and hopefully they'll come down here and enjoy you know one or or many things that are happening during the 25 days and um, of course while you're down here please make sure you stop in and support some of our local businesses get a bite to eat do a little shopping you know every little bit helps these businesses so that's um you know that's what we'd love to see
0: jamie thank you so much for joining us on the vbr podcast
1: thank you thanks for having me
0: Again, thanks to Jamie Clark for joining me here on episode four of the Visit VBR podcast, where we talk about all there is to do here in the Virginia's Blue Ridge region. Uh, don't forget to check out the show notes. I'll have links for you to all of the information on the 25 Days of Dickens. Also don't forget, uh, we've already done a couple of other podcasts. Illuminates out at Explore Park. The Walk of Lights is back this year and there will be a link to our podcast on that and also links to uh, Illuminates at Explore Park and some of the other attractions. And the Nutcracker Ballet is back for this holiday season, although they They'll be doing that mostly virtually, and you can learn more about that in episode three of the Visit VBR podcast. So a lot going on this holiday season between Dickens and Illuminites and the Nutcracker. So I'm, I'm just glad to be able to uh, keep everybody up to date on all of that. If you're looking for the ultimate guide to what's going on here in our region, you need to check out visitvbr.com where you'll find blogs, maps for cycling, hikes to waterfalls, lists of restaurants, directions for our Cheers Trail uh, which guides you through our local brew pubs and distilleries. And you can win a prize if you stop off and use your app and get a discount at all the different places. And when you when you visit enough of them, uh, then you actually get a nice prize. And if you uh, come here and you do something fun, and that would, could be Dickens, it could be Illuminates, it could be the Nutcracker, or it could be going and conquering an awesome bike ride. Take a picture, put it on your social media with the hashtag trail setter, all one word, hashtag trail setter. And that means that you came and played in Virginia's Blue Ridge. So thanks again to Jamie Clark for joining me here on the Visit VBR podcast. And we'll have another podcast coming out next week. And I hope to see you here in Virginia's Blue Ridge.